Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast. We have a return guest today. I just want to get right in there because, um, again, Gina is amazing, and I'm so happy to welcome her back on the show. If you didn't catch her episode, it's episode 87, where we talk all about Kaizen Muse, and we talk about you know, we get into the nitty gritty with anxiety and some other some other things that I think will really help you guys. So if you haven't heard that one, um, please go back and check it out. You won't uh, you won't regret it. Welcome, Gina, again to the show. So great to have you. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm so happy to be back again. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, anytime. I'd love to have you on. So today, we're going to speak about one of my most favorite things in the world, travel and creativity. So this is going to be a cool conversation. So I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a background on Gina in case you you haven't been introduced with her on the uh, previous podcast. So Gina, um, Gina's an artist, she's a writer, she's a certified Kaizen Muse creativity coach who believes everyone, even the most logical people can be creative with just some few small tweaks. And I love that because um, sometimes it's hard to free ourselves depending on our personality, right? So I love that. Um, Kaizen Muse, for those of you who don't know, uh, uses small steps, mindfulness, and intuition to gradually build creative momentum without overwhelm. Gina is the founder of Gina Clark Creative, an online community that provides creative resources and coaching for people looking to ignite their creativity. She also especially loves to help her fellow left brain creatives and analytical artists who believe that embracing your creativity is the ultimate act of self-care. Gina lives in Kenora, Ontario, fellow Canuck, with her husband, three children, two cats, and a very active mini Australian shepherd. So yeah, let's talk about, um, you know, feeling blocked and uh, struggling to find time to be creative and how and how travel, you know, how that plays a part in it. I'm, I'm dying for this conversation. <laughs> sure, sure. So um, we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but everyone, you know, I don't even love the word blocked, um, mm. but we all get to points where things feel a little stale or we don't know how to move forward or we've kind of lost that joy um, in making. And that happens to everyone. It, it, it's not just, uh, people who are hobbyists or, or do it on the side. It happens to professional artists. Um, 
And of course it happens to people who want to be creative, but they don't know how, and they don't know how to push themselves into that arena. So um, one of the simplest ways to, to get those creative juices and that energy flowing again, I think is a change of scenery. And, and what better way than to travel? Um, I mean, you can certainly do all kinds of other things. You can you know, go outside for a walk and, and get a change of scenery that way, or you know, just change up your routine or um, you know, do some work with your non-dominant hand just to see what happens. That, that can do it too. But um, I don't think there's anything that is quite as impactful as travel. It, it just, for me, it just lights me up when I go somewhere new. I, I absolutely love it. Same with me. It's just, and it doesn't, it has nothing to do with where you're going. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have anything to do with how long you're there and what you're doing. It's just a change, right? It's like, it opens your mind to so many new things. That's how I feel as well. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have traveled a little bit more in the last few years um, before COVID. Um, you know, but growing up, I, I didn't get a chance to visit a lot of places and I'm so glad that I can now. And it just reignites everything. Life can become boring, right? You get up, you do the same things and you don't think like, I don't know about you in the beginning, but for me, um, you know, years ago, I knew it was missing something, but I never said to myself, oh, I'm going to go and take half an hour or an hour to go and do something creative. Like it just never occurred to me. And then when I started doing new things, like I started doing stained glass and I just started, and I'm not good at any of these things, but you don't have to be right. Um, not at all. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, I need this, you know, and I'm, people say I'm a creative person. I don't feel that I am, but I guess I am because I like music and all this other stuff, but it's more just putting it into your daily routine. Like for those listeners that are listening and they're like, yeah, I'm not a creative person. I don't know. The feeling is going to like, you're going to get the feeling anyway, whether what you're doing is, um, is the product is good. It's not about the product, right? It's about the actually, yeah, doing it. So I love that travel, like, cause I didn't think of that before. So I love that, um, you're bringing that to light, that travel is an amazing way to get started with that too. Yeah, and, and just to touch on um, where you went there, um, we, it, it's all about the process. It's not about the product at all. If, if you're committed to the process and you're committed to just showing up, the product's gonna happen. Um, and it's probably gonna surprise you and it might be a lot more wonderful than what you ever could have imagined. Um, and if it's not, that's okay too, because we learn, um, we learn through doing, um, but yeah, travel is just, um, it, it, for me, it's so, I'm going to use the word sensual because it sparks all of my senses, I love you know, it. like there's new smells, new sights, new sounds, um, everything and 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 you're right it doesn't have to be you know some three months vacation where you immerse yourself somewhere it can be a different town down the road um it could be as small as that if that's if that's all you can do um it's just changing up that scenery 
and and I love like I love traveling through Canada um and I don't live in a city for a reason (laughs) I prefer I prefer somewhere quieter but I love visiting cities I love visiting cities for vacation because there's so much going on and there's so much you can drink in um and I've just had amazing trips to uh Vancouver and Toronto and you know I don't want to live there necessarily um but uh yeah you just you come away with such a renewed sense of 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 life Mm, I think creativity yeah creativity is like it's 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 a core essence of our being when you were talking about you know even if you don't think you're creative we're all creative people don't talk about like like what do people say when they're like you know I can't wait to retire and do they never say I can't wait to sit in front of the computer and look at spreadsheets or (laughs) right (laughs) they it's usually it's some sort of creative hobby or it's traveling those are the two big ones um people talk about wanting to garden more they look forward to cooking more they look forward forward to getting back to making music or doing things that they used to do um, when they were younger. And, and it's usually something very creative. So um, I think the two absolutely go hand in hand. Oh, yes. I love that so much. And it's, you know, you open yourself up to the unexpected. So it's not planned. And I love that part. Like I tend to plan somewhat when I travel. Um, and my husband's always like, well, don't plan too much because I'm a bit of an organizer. And the, le- the more I let go with the travel, the more I experience, right? And one of my favorite things is to just watch different cultures and to um, open myself up and just put away all my preconceived notions and thoughts. And that's what creativity is, right? Allowing yourself to be open because it might surprise you. You know, sometimes we, we I think we're in a bubble and we think creativity, we think of like, drawing all the time or we think Mm -hmm. of like the most common things but it doesn't have to be like that like you mentioned cooking like just like I would love to be able to go there's this chalet in in Italy that um, Mm -hmm. has a week-long Italian cooking course and then at night you tour and you um, do like a wine tour and stuff and then you listen to some local music and but just to go there and just experience the atmosphere around us, even if we're not good chefs and we don't follow the recipe, you know, it'd be, yeah. I could see it being such a great experience. And it's all about the feeling that comes with the art, not what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, lo- I think that sounds lovely. Oh, so expensive. <laughs> that sounds beautiful. It's on my list. Yeah, I One bet. day, <laughs> it's this beautiful castle and it's just like gorgeous. But yeah. You know, I don't know if you know, but I've created a um, discover your purpose handbook. So part of that is I have people list all of the things they enjoy doing, but associating it with a feeling because that for me is the creative part. So like I enjoy singing, but why, what is it about singing that I like, you know, or if somebody's thinking, well, I'm not creative, but you know, I do enjoy, like you said, gardening. What is it about the guard like doing it is it you know you feel free you're doing your hands getting into the soil like for me singing I'm not great at it but I enjoy it because it makes me feel like free it makes me feel you know all these things that I associate with that creativity with what I'm doing Mm -hmm. 
So for travel, like, can you tell us maybe of a place that you went that you had an experience, like your very first, you know, experience that made you feel, hey, this is connected? Like, did you have a moment? Um, or just well, I was, hmm. I, I'll tell you a bit about myself as well. I'm very organized and like in my regular life, I'm, I'm a bit type A. And like you said in the beginning, a little bit, you know, left-brained and <laughs> logical. Um, but when I travel, I am completely the opposite. I am like a different person. Uh, my husband and I joke because we say that we, we change roles because he's always telling me like, just relax and go with the flow. And as soon as I get to the airport, I'm like, I'm on vacation, like whatever's going to happen, like bring it on. I love it. I want to experience everything. Um, so, and, and I think like my parents, um, we traveled a lot, but we traveled a lot, uh, in, you know, the family station wagon and we did a lot of driving across the country, driving down into the States, uh, and doing trips like that, which was, which was always fun. So, you know, I was always very excited to go do that and see different places, but the big ones for me, um, was I was lucky enough when I was younger um, to take two extended trips to Europe. And, and that was possible because my mom's side of the family is, uh, they're all in Belgium by way of Italy. Um, they, they, both sides of my family went to Belgium after World War II to look for work. Uh, and my grandparents met there. Um, and so my grandparents, all their brothers and sisters still live there. Okay. So we did a trip with my grandparents uh, when I was 12 and we spent seven weeks there nice. uh, and we went again when I was 16 and we spent four weeks and um, it was just, it impacted me so much. It was so amazing. Um, I think for me, I, I had a realization quite young that everyone doesn't live the same way that I do. Mm because of that experience. And I mean, it's, it was Western European, so still very similar, but also very different. Mm -hmm. um, and it just made me want to know how other people live all over the world. But at the same time, there was always like that connection with, you know, that human connection. Um, because we didn't speak, my grandparents always had to be the translators. Um, <laughs> we, we weren't fluent in, in French or Italian. Um, but, you know, we still, we still connected and we still could sit down at the table together and, and have a meal and, and laugh. And it was just, it was so amazing. So that, that's definitely what gave me the bug. I'm so glad that you, that you experienced that. Um, I think it's so important and it makes us more grateful too, when we can see how other people live. Because let's face it, Canada is one of the richest countries, right? And the States and, and all the major. And I, I think, um, especially at that age, you know, where you need to realize like you're growing up and you're, you're just changing. Like my son, for example, we've been to a couple of places that I think has made him um, more grateful and more. And I wish I had the opportunity when I was younger because we didn't do a lot of travel growing up. But what, what we did do was, was amazing. It just made me feel like the world, like how much more human and the same we are, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm so glad that you had those experiences. That's, did you have you ever returned as an adult? 
Um, I went to Italy for two weeks as an adult, but that was almost 20 years ago now. So <laughs> I it's haven't, time. Uh, <laughs> it's time. It is time. I haven't done as much traveling as I would have liked as an adult. Um, and I'm getting, I'm getting where I'm, I want to make it a priority again. Yeah. Um, because you know, you get, you get sucked into everyday life. But so again, like tying that back to creativity, it's the same thing. You get sucked into that routine and just like doing like Groundhog Day and the same thing over and over again. And, um, and you know, so it sucks your, the life out of you, you know? Yes. So you have to decide what you want to make a priority. Yeah. That's important uh, to you. Your family is sort of around the same age, right? As you were when you went. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it, it's a good time. To yeah remember, you know like because you know they'll remember you know it'll impact them and and I'm sure yeah. they're they're very creative and connected with who they are because of you um I can see that that would rub off on anybody but um yeah no that that would be amazing that would be amazing even to create like a little retreat you know where somebody and like you said it could be down take a different road it could be you know it doesn't have to be across the world it doesn't have to be in another country just yeah go. yeah if you're open to exploring it's amazing what you can find sometimes you know that's right you know sometimes you talk about even being a tourist in your own town we we don't we don't do those things because I don't we just don't um mm -hmm. but you know open yourself up to to seeing what's around the corner you might be pleasantly surprised Absolutely. and it could be a real spark for something creative that you're doing yeah no I love that see another thing I'm just I'm just thinking as we're talking another thing is I just I just wrote a book and for my book launch people asked me oh did you always want to be a writer and I was like I don't think so but when I went to the Mediterranean I went a few years ago I went on a cruise and I started documenting and writing it just I felt like although it wasn't a passion of mine before that trip. And while I was there, I'm like, I need to, you know, I started feeling more creative. Right. And I started just writing, writing in this beautiful journal. And it just really sparked that for me. And that was one of the ways that I was trying to be um, creative, but it wasn't necessarily something that I felt before I did. I was on that trip. I was just sitting there and I was looking out and I was like, I need to, you know, document this somehow besides just photos. Right. Yeah. So it, I love it. Yeah, no, there's so well, and part of travel, I think, is that you kind of have that luxury of time to do those things mm -hmm. because you don't have the, the everyday chores or I don't know, I find when I'm in my own house, everything that needs to be done is always staring at you, um, right? And when you're traveling, that's not there. So I think it, it opens that door a little bit for mm. us to be more open to doing those types of things. Um, I know that I take, you know, 20 times more pictures than I do when I'm here. I've always got my camera out. That's one of my favorite things to do when I'm traveling. And uh, that's creative. And yeah. It, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I think it's just that openness is there. And that's what that, so travel helps us feel that feel that openness that we need 
to be able to be creative and create. And that's what we can bring back home with us. Yeah. I totally agree. And photography is a great way, you know, because we could go on the same adventure, be side by side on a trip and the interpretation is what's creative, right? So the interpretation yeah. is completely different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the way each, you know, it's amazing to me because there's billions and billions of people on earth and not two people feel the exact same thing at the same time. Like that blows my mind. Yeah. Like I have, like in the background, I always have this um, timer. I don't know if you can see it, but it's to remind me that life is short, you know? And I discovered that a few years ago with, with my own story. And I keep reminding myself every day to try to do something different. And I don't always do it, but I'm trying to remember and be like mindful of that, you know? Yeah. And yeah, drive a different way. Like we talk about this in the other episode, you know, drive a different way to work. Um, perhaps do something, anything can ignite creativity, anything. But, um, mm -hmm. you know, even at the airport, just to watch, I'm, I try to think of, okay, where are these people coming from? Where are they going? Even like, it just starts right there for me. Like, you know? Yeah. Start telling stories. I love doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true. And it just like, I mean, we're both smiling here because we, we know how it feels, right? And it's not, yeah. I, I don't know. Do you think you would have felt the same if your parents hadn't introduced you to that? Um. Oh, I don't know if that was, I, I mean. And you may never know, right? But yeah, like I said, we did, we did travel, um, but nothing like that. Uh, and in that, like that trip, the first trip that we did, we drove uh, from Belgium down into the lower part of Italy to visit where my, my grandparents were from separate towns but and then back up again and that was just such an adventure it was such an adventure and and this was in 1985 so there was no internet booking or you know like we just showed up in a place and my parents tried to find hotels or or whatever um it was very fly by the seat of your pants um we never really knew what we were doing we had this really broad yeah. schedule and and it was just so fun it was so fun and then the stuff we saw was I, like how do you recreate that it, it you can't no and and what's funny is all of us remember the trip differently really like I was 12 when we took that trip and my sisters would have been 10 and eight. So they were, you know, kind of at that age, I guess, where you might not remember as, as much detail maybe as I did. Um, but even when I talk to my mom and dad, they have different memories about different pieces of it. Like there's certain things that just imprint in, in your own brain. Um, and, and somebody else picked up something completely different at the same place. So it's just so amazing. Yes, what connects us, right? I don't know. Yeah. I remember my dad always wanting to go to on road trips and yeah. he could never find his destination. Like he was terrible, but, and even though we'd be sitting there as kids, but, Oh my God, I need to get out of this car, you know? 
we still, you know, we were getting to a point where, okay, we're never going to fight. So it was just kind of, we had uh, made peace with the fact that we would get in the car and go for a drive and never really stop anywhere because we could never find where we were going. <laughs> we would always bring our Walkmans and we would always bring a book to draw in. And it was, the, it would be the only time I ever drew was in these long car trips, you know, but yeah. We would be singing and we would be laughing and we would be cursing because we just wanted to go home sometimes because it was you know mm -hmm. hours and hours of, of nothingness but but we always found something to do you know those times in the car so whether it was drawing playing hangman like something so it mm -hmm. does create that even if you're trying to resist it it just happens yeah yeah we we did a lot of that too my dad would always pile us up in the car on a sunday and we'd just drive to a different town and we hated it as kids, right? Like we're like, oh, what, do we have to go? But now I appreciate it so much because exactly we did sing and listen to music and play games. And, and I, saw, I saw my province mm. when I was a kid. We drove around and checked out places and, and yeah, it was just, you know, it wasn't always very exciting, yeah. but uh, but it was just, I don't know, it was just a cool experience. I, I, and I do appreciate it much more now as an adult. Yeah, for sure. Um, for those people who haven't, who haven't heard your first episode, can you give us like a really short description of what Kaizen Muse is so they can see how we're tying in the creativity um, and, and the artistry and all those things and how it helps us? Sure. Um, so Kaizen Muse is a, a creativity coaching, um, I don't want to call it a technique, but it's definitely the, a specific way of approaching it. Um, so Kaizen is a Japanese word uh, that you know, loosely translated means uh, small um, improvement, improvement, a continuous improvement through small steps. Yes. So what, what it the approach is, is that you take um, very small, tiny, manageable steps that are likely to result in wins for you so that you don't trigger your brain's fear response. So, you know, a lot of times when we're trying to make changes in our life, um, we self-sabotage or we resist it, or it just seems like too much, too fast. Um, and and the Kaizen is, is really about just taking one next small step and just looking that far into the future. Um, and the muses are uh, an invention of uh, the founder, Jill Badonsky. And what she did was she decided it was time to create some modern day muses um, instead of the old Greek ones uh, and bring them, bring them up into this century. Um, so the muses are really about channeling different things that you need to be you know, fulfilled and joyful and happy and in your creativity and, and make it more fun. So uh, she has different muses like audacity um, because, you know, we all need a sprinkle of audacity if, if we're going to be creative and, and there's one called lull. So um, that's about taking that time to rest and, and restore yourself and reflect because um, that's also important. Um, so bringing those two things together when we do sessions uh when i work with a client um we we try to keep uh the steps very small it's it's meant to be a very safe space um 
a space where people can explore. And we make sure that we do an experience during a session. So we're not just talking about things, we're actually doing things. So if say a client um, used to love uh, working with pastels and hasn't done it for 30 years and they're really nervous about getting back to it. And, you know, we always build things up in our heads to be more scary than maybe they are. Um, I might check in and say, well, how do you feel about pulling them out right now? And just taking a look at what you have. And oftentimes that just doing it can um, break down the barriers that we've made for ourselves, And we go, oh, okay, well, that was okay. So maybe now, I, maybe now I'm gonna make a mark on the paper because that was okay. I finally did it. I pulled them out um, and we just move along like that. So. Because we forget, yeah. don't we? We forget yeah. things that we enjoy. You know, when we're kids, we don't think, oh, we don't analyze it and say, oh, um, what's going to make me happy right now? Hmm. Should I do this? No. Should I do this? No. We just yeah. do it. Yeah. Right. And it's the way that we do it so carefree that makes it enjoyable. And I think yeah. as adults, we completely forget that we need that still in our lives. Yeah. We need to play too. Oh, yeah. We need to play. And the more yeah. you do it, the more natural it feels. And the more you do it, the slower I find the time goes in the day. I don't know if you, like, I'm always looking for ways to slow down time. Because the older that I get, the more time just passes me by. So, yeah. you know, whether it's just reading a book, like, I find that creative as well. Mm -hmm. I put that in my creative zone, you know. But it just feels like the time goes by slow slower because you're more intentional with what you're doing and um yeah I don't know I think it's so healing like we talked before about how it heals so many of our struggles and adversities and and um I don't know I almost want to ask the audience like to make a list of everything they think is creative you know and think outside of the box because there's so many things we don't normally maybe categorize as being creative you know mm -hmm. um and throw it in like a hat or throw it in a cup or throw it in a bag or something. And then every day, because I used to do this with my son when we were small, when he was little, every day, pull something out and dedicate at least 30 minutes. And then I think if you do that every day for a week or two, you're going to be like, it's going to become not something that you have to remember to put in your schedule. You're going to, I think, cancel other things to make you know, time for that. So it'll be like, uh, no, this is part of my, you know, self-care and stuff. And you'll, you'll find yourself like doing two, three hours at a time and having to stop because it just feels so good. Right. And that's where, I mean, we do something similar. Um, you know, we may have a small step being uh, for a client, pull out your pastels and just play around with them for five minutes. And if it feels right to do more, do more. Mm -hmm. And almost every time people are gonna do more because usually the hardest part is just getting things out and starting it. It's not continuing. So yes, it's just yes. a way to get over that step. But yeah, I love how you talked about basically you're building a creative habit, right? Mm -hmm. So it just becomes part of your day. Um, but I wanna go back to what you said about um, 
basic, you know, slowing down time. I think too, that that's where creativity and travel have um, a sim- similarity is they're both very mindful mm. because do you not find that, you know, time is slower when you're traveling too, because you're just, you're taking everything in in the moment. And that's what happens when you're creating too. You're not thinking about the past or the future. You're thinking about exactly what you're doing, what's in front of you um, and what you're going to do next. And that's the same thing when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I find it, it yeah. if you let it be like that. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've just, I've experienced both things. So I've experienced if it's solely a vacation, mm-hmm. um, cause I'm not necessarily at like, you know, go to resort beach person, but I've done that but it's not my favorite way to travel, but it's still very enjoyable. But I find that when I get back, I was like, wow, that went quick. But then the vacations that are not based around only that, um, for example, maybe I'm in, you know, going more into the culture and, or doing volunteer work while I'm there or things that are less planned, I find, it's slower, you know, like the last trip we went, we went 10 days and I felt like I was there for three weeks because I enjoyed every second. Whereas there's trips that I go on for two weeks and I'm like, wow, I felt like I just left. Like, you know, I think it's what you, yeah. I don't know the purpose maybe and your mindset too, like it plays a part, but I think the hard, I think you're right. Like the hardest part is starting but it's also remembering because sometimes we feel like life is so chaotic, you know, like yeah. I know if I'm struggling with something, the last thing I do is think about, Oh, I need to make time to do this. It's just, I'm so in my head and things are going crazy and I'm anxious and, and all these things. That's the last thing I think about. So if we can have a reminder somehow that, Hey, let's just do this anyways. Like you said, five minutes. That's great. You know, just to remember, set an alarm. Like, I know it sounds cheesy, but honestly, it works. Set an alarm or just write something down in a room that, you know, you kind of tend to visit when you want to be alone and you're in chaos and and just have yeah. a piece of paper or something that kind of like, yeah, okay, let's try this right now. I might, this might do me some good, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's where, I mean, working with a coach can be so helpful because I know I found when I was working with, with uh, a coach, um, I did so much more because it, 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 the, that person's there to help you with those reminders. And, and mm-hmm. it's also a little bit of accountability. Um, but one thing I'm going to be starting, which I haven't, I haven't quite got up and running yet is something called, uh, it, it's going to be like a creative study hall. Oh. So basically it's going to be about an hour long and you would just log in, uh, to zoom. Um, and you work on your stuff and I work on my stuff and there's a group of us working together and it is um I've done this and it is amazing how much more you get done if there's something about that that just focuses you um and and you just you just do the work you're not, you know, looking around and, oh, an email came in or, you know, oh, I think the bathroom needs to be cleaned. So I better go do that now. Um, it's just amazing. And it's just, you know, like you're not talking to each other. 
Um, but you're just there like holding a space and supporting each other. Um, so that's something that I'm going to be setting up soon. I'm hoping to do that weekly. So that would, that, be, that would be something free. Yeah, that so, would be incredible. Yeah. yeah, because that hour would set the tone for the week. Like I just feel, yeah. you know, I would love to do that, like be a part of that group. That's, I really like that idea. And I mean, if yeah. you do want to talk to each other, that's fine, you know, I'm sure. But most people are there to, to concentrate on their on their own thing. It's just like these writing retreats, you know, I've been invited to go uh, and, and I, I'm hoping that I can go one day. And it's just, yeah. it sounds like just everybody's in the same zone and, you know, but one person could be working on one thing and one person works on something completely different. It doesn't have yeah. to be the same creative energy, like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the energy's there. It always, it always reminds me of like young children when they're they're engaged in parallel play. You know, <laughs> like they're just beside each other, each doing separate things, but they want to be together. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's very it's very similar. And and uh, yeah, I just um, and it's nice to know that there's other people out there doing because I think sometimes we feel depending where we are. Um, you know, like I don't necessarily have a circle of, of uh, creative friends where I am, uh, where we would get together and do something like that. Or, you know, I have a very, it's a very small circle that I might talk to my, them about my, cre my creative pursuits. Um, I think a I'll lot of people that. I know. That's going to yeah, because everybody's well, it's, creative. Yes. They need to zone into that. You need to introduce people to more like in your community. Say that's perfect place to start because you need to, yeah. Yeah. Like get people in your area for sure. But, but some, like sometimes the people in our life don't understand it. I get they, it. they don't understand. And it could be a spouse. Um, it could just be the friends. Uh, so it's kind of nice to have that, you know, knowing that there's other people out there yes. that, that want to do the same thing and it's like it's that important to them to to just do something creative it's like two so, groups almost right one where you want to introduce yeah. them to hey you need to and then there's the group that's already there and they want to nurture that and they don't necessarily yeah. have the connections I love that so much I'm already thinking would I do some painting or would I do my stained glass stained glass would be too loud or would I you know <laughs> this would grow right poetry like what are some of the things that people don't normally associate with being creative like I know there's the usual you know the writing the drawing the music what other like you mentioned yeah. cooking. like that's not something I normally would associate with being creative yeah. um I think organization can be creative oh um I I'm gonna say building a business uh is very creative <laughs> Yes. There's a lot of creativity involved in that. Um, it could be something academic that you're working on mm. that could be creative, whether you know you're writing a dissertation or you're just, you know, doing some sort of reading or research. Um, researching is creative. Um, How is anything researching? that's pushing you forward? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm trying to associate the research part. Um, I think that, you know, I mean, research is very individual, right? Um, you kind of get pulled down different rabbit holes. You decide where you're going to go with it. I think it can help you form ideas depending on what you see. Um, so it, it's just something where uh, you could spend time, but it's going to help you focus on your vision. Mm. 
that's how I see it being creative. I love that. And just opening your mind yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Even, um, I know a few people who love doing makeup artistry, like that's mm-hmm. the typical creative, but I think it's so amazing, you know, and yeah. like, I would look yeah. like a clown, but you know, <laughs> I'm not very good at that, but that's okay. But it would be fun. Yeah. It'd be yeah. Amazing. Um, and if you do, you know, if you are good at your craft, teach other people, mm-hmm. you know, like build the community. Like you don't have to, um, I don't know, just be open to sharing that because you know how good it makes you feel. We want to, it's, it's therapy, honestly, like music for me yeah. is therapy. Like I've been to yeah. therapy and music is, is better to, for me than, than therapy. like everything in its yeah. place, you know? And I just, I can let go. I can be happy. I can be angry. I can, whatever it, it allows me that space to feel whatever I want to feel. And usually when I start something creative and I finish, I feel completely different. Like there's a transformation. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's like, it's like exercise yeah. sometimes. I, it reminds me of that. <laughs> you know, sometimes I, oftentimes I don't want to go. I don't want to do it. I don't feel like it but I make myself go and when I'm done I'm always so happy that I did it and I find my creativity is the same way you know sometimes I might kick and scream and be like I don't feel like doing this today or I've got a million excuses why I shouldn't um but if I sit down and even do five minutes I just feel a sense of accomplishment and I feel so much better and and yeah I'm, I'm never I never regret doing it. You never have that regret, right? You're always like, I'm so glad I sat down and did this. I'm so glad I did it. So. Love it. And you know, I'm just thinking sometimes with our child, I find that when my child was younger, I would take more trips to like the forest or, you know, let's go look for bugs and let's go do these types of things. I think we have to remember that as adults, our life isn't just about responsibility. If we can get back to how we felt as kids, and, yeah. you know, take a trip to the local anything, you know, no matter where you live, just come up with, you know, and, and if you're really stuck and you don't know what to do, well, you know, Google it, Google ideas for being, you know, things will come up that I'm sure I have never thought of before, but you're like, wow, yeah. this is so different, you know, wood carving, like anything, fencing, like, you know, yeah. and, and and just step outside of your comfort zone, go past your city boundaries or your town boundaries. And you'll see that I, I just find with travel, it's more accelerated. Mm-hmm. Because our mindset going into the travel is more like relaxed. Like you said, we kind of take away, you know, that the toilet needs to be cleaned or I have to mm-hmm. feed my, you know, my numerous people in my household <laughs> or, you know, it's just like, this is for me too. It's not just, yeah. You know, a lot of times as moms too, and as women, we try to um, just do everything for everybody else. And on a vacation, it's expected that everybody's on an equal level and we're all here to enjoy it the same way. And I think the other family members too, they accept that. They don't expect you necessarily as a mom or whatever to to do those things. So that helps, you know? I think I told you once I was on strike, I put my strike sign out in the driveway. (laughs) Uh-huh. sometimes people don't allow us that space we have to give permission to ourselves and, mm-hmm. and the more we do it the more we're going to find how necessary it is absolutely yeah, yeah. 
it's like when you were saying about how you know if you're feeling really stressed out or whatever and you forget that you need that creativity um that's you know that's when we need it the most yeah. and and we forget mm. we, it's so easy to forget so yeah we've got to make that time for ourselves so after this interview i'm gonna pro i've got a busy day ahead of me I'm going to promise that right after we end this interview, I'm going to take an hour. If I can spare more, I'll take more. But for now, I'm going to take an hour and I'm going to do something creative. My problem is deciding which one, because I have so many things that I enjoy, you know, but I'm going to promise that to myself and I'm going to try. See, for me, I'll do like eight hours in one day of like stained glass and then I won't do anything mm -hmm. for months. And then another day I'll try to find a burst of time, but I think it's so much more effective when you can find a little bit of time every day or every other day, because it starts to build that, that habit. So I promise you, I will do that today after our interview. What creative thing are you going to do today? <laughs> um, let me see, what am I going to do today? I actually, this is borderline creative, but I'm packing up to go away for a couple of days without my family um, on a little, yeah, a little mini retreat for two days, uh, someplace with no, without any Wi-Fi. Oh. Um, so I have to decide what I'm going to bring. Um, so that's going to be a little bit creative. Um, I have to do some gardening today. Very I'm excited about that. I find that very creative. Yeah. And uh, I have to do a bit of writing. Oh. So. Good for yeah. you. And I, you know, yeah. good for you for taking that, those couple of days. I mean, you know, so there's nothing more rejuvenating than, you know, one, one year we have family day here in Canada. Right. And as you know, and one year for family day, my son, my husband says, okay, I'm taking the family and we're leaving you alone. I'm like, wow, it's family day. And I get, <laughs> and it was like the coolest thing ever. And people are like, yeah, don't you like spending time with your family? And I'm like, yes, but what a gift, you know, like, yes. I get, like, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You know, so spend yeah. time with your family every day. You got to take a little bit of time for yourself. Sometimes it's okay to do that. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about your Facebook group. If you don't mind your creative Facebook group. Sure. So, um, I have a new Facebook group that I've started called the creativity collab. Um, and it's just uh, a space for people to come um, talk about creativity and share their work, um, talk to meet other artists and other creatives. Um, it's for absolutely anyone, no matter what your creative endeavor is. Um, it's for all skill levels. Uh, and and it's, it's meant to be just a really supportive space um, where people can share. Because again, I think sometimes uh, we don't always have people in our, our life that understand this. Um, and it's just nice to have a space to be able to go talk about this kind of stuff and talk about, you know, if you're having creative struggles and, and look for advice on, on how to work through them. Um, so yeah, people share their work. We talk about our creative wins that we had for the week. Um, creative wins too can be resting. Um, yeah, so it, it's been fun so far. Yeah. yeah, and it's called the Creative Collab? Creativity Collab. Creativity Collab, sorry, thank you. Yeah. 
that's awesome. Where else can we find you if we want to, um, you know, like just. Uh, sure. Online, I'm at ginaclarkcreative.com. And I'm also on Instagram uh, at Gina Clark Creative. Um, and if you go on my website, I have a free guide, five steps to unlocking your creativity. Um, so yeah, if you head to the website, you can, you can get that for free. And it's just something, um, if you're, you're struggling to be more creative, it's a great starting point uh, to get yourself moving. I love that. We all need that starting point. You know, I think there are more of us that need it that don't, um, yeah. you know, because the ones that are already doing it don't need to be kind of convinced of the outcome. We don't need to be, you know, kind of taught all the good things that come out of it. We already know we can feel it. So I yeah. think I love that. I love that guide. Is there anything we didn't speak about today that you would like to talk about? I don't think so. I think that, that was fabulous. It was so fun again. <laughs> oh, that's great. I wish you the best next two days and enjoy your packing and enjoy all the moments to yourself and, and to reflect. And I think that's so healthy. And I'm so glad that you're taking time to do that. Thank you Thank so you. much for coming back and, and, you know, reminding us how travel can bring out the creativity and um it's so it's such a good reminder because we forget you know even if we have to go somewhere for um and it's not really a vacation you can still take time during that travel to observe and to take it all in yep beautiful <laughs> thank you gina i uh, i hope you enjoyed it i always love having you back on the show <laughs> thank you thank you for having me again Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.